Who said you can't go home? Real Estate Exposed, brought to you by Signature Real Estate. Real Estate Exposed is all about helping homeowners and those who would like to be homeowners and those who would like to get into real estate. Welcome to Real Estate Exposed, your source for all things real estate broadcasting live from Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm Vandana Bala. Nope, that's not how I'm supposed to do it. This is Brandon Roberts. And this is Vandana Bala. <laughs> and I am Shelly Panzarella. <laughs> And this is exposed. I think we're going to get this right maybe the second or third time. I'm going to give you guys all the scripts so you guys know it. I think that's the best way to do it. It's like old times. Or we just figure it out. We did this show, what, like four and a half years? And every show you showed up with the script. I did. The same script. The same script. But we had to read it every time. The same script? Yeah. Oh, the beginning part. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's the, you know, here's what our show is. Here's who we are and who you're listening to and why you're listening um, it was that script. And if you have any questions, you can call in at this number. We don't have one yet. You can go on Facebook. We at, don't have that this, yet. <laughs> you, can, you can tweet on Twitter. We Twitter, don't have that you yet. Can Twitter on tweet. You can tweet uh, on we don't Twitter. have that yet. And you can always watch us on YouTube. Yeah, you can watch us on but YouTube. But that's not up either. Not yet. <laughs> so, so, really, we're just doing this by, for shits and giggles. By today. episode three, you see, you got to tune into episode three now so you can get all that information, just so you can tell us how bad we suck. Right. Episode three. And then we'll have an email address and all that good stuff. It's coming. It's coming. Got it. Don't worry. Um, all right. So what are we going to talk about today? Should we do Should we do stats to bore everybody? Just get it out of the way so that yeah. people who like to forward and just go through like the forwarding portion to get to the real... Or, or turn us off. Or turn us <laughs> off. Can Can... Well... I'm assuming we'll have like spaces in the podcast where it's like, all right, now we're actually starting. This is the junk in the beginning. So let's talk about the junk in the beginning. <clears throat> okay. Um, I like junk. Few, I like junk too. So Market Watch right now for the last seven days, we're looking at newest new listings of about 1,000 um, one new listings. Uh, 275 homes are back on the market. Uh, we have over 1,200, 1,300 under contracts. The way that they they do that is actually show versus no show. The difference between the two is that one allows you to continue to show the property even though it's under contract. The other one is a you cannot show the property while it's under contract. And again, that's a seller um, uh, indication of how they want to market the property still. Well, yeah, or de- designed around contingency still on the property. So a chance that it could fall back out. So they're looking for yeah. backup. A backup. Uh, we talked about this, I think, even before when it was a contingency versus pending status. It's similar to that way back, like yeah. way, way back. Let's go back in time. Yeah. But way back then, we talked about under contract show versus under contract no show when they when they brought it to, when the MLS brought it to us um, here in Las Vegas, it was like, well, we're going to change the status from pending contingent. I'm like, but it still quacks like a duck and it still walks like a duck and it still swims like a duck. Still the same thing, just different terminology, God dang duck, (laughs) right? It just looks a little bit different. But apparently people didn't understand that you could still show property if it was in contingent and pending meant that it it wasn't going to have any additional contingencies. Um, all right. And then in the last seven days, we've had about 910 homes that have sold and we do have about 81 properties that are coming soon and our market now. So coming soon allows agents to show property, um, that might hit the market or that are going to hit the market at a future date for the public. Um, 
And so the coming soon, there's about 81 of those. It's it's like a... Um, 81? 81 only. In the so, last seven days, 81 coming soon listings have hit the market. So Is that like a pocket listing? Well, Correct. sort of. It's, it's yeah, it's put out to the other realtors in the industry. It's not on the market yet, but it's notifying the realtors that it's coming. So get ready. Get your buyers ready. When the doors open, you can just coming rush soon. in. Got yeah. it. Yeah. So are it's we like up play. from last week or... <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? It's like foreplay. For, for realtors. Like, for realtors. <laughs> Wow. There's only 81. There's only 81 of them. That <laughs> it's are a slow month. <laughs> Social distancing, not everything's open. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Yeah. It's hard to meet people. That's that's the way that I look at it anyway. So, But in the last seven days, there was a um, property that closed for $4.2 million. That's the highest sales in the last seven days. I have noticed, though, every seven days, we've had a multi-million dollar property sell in Vegas. Wow. Um, so, hey, needless to say, there's... Prices are, regardless of the price, things are selling still. People right? are buying. People, People are, buying. are selling. Um, yeah, it took about 865 days to sell that house, but it closed. Wow. <laughs> in the last seven days, which is kind of cool. So your average um, closed price is about 356118 with a price square footage, um, price per square foot of 175.99. And then the median, now the median is sort of like in the middle. That's what median means versus average. It's the average of all of the homes that sold. But the median is 305 with um, 171.98 in price per square foot. And so that's that's it. That's the boring part. We're done. So now well, let's make it question um, about the boring part. So has the inventory grown? That was my question. Or is it the same? Where are we at from last they week? They just, you know what? It, I don't know. I, that would, what that did would you post last research. week? So I didn't post she last She doesn't week. listen to the show. I was from what I remember, to be honest with you, um, I think that as far as prices, uh, or sorry, as far as properties being listed on the market in the last um, week, I do believe that the that there's been less inventory this last seven days. Um, and then from what I remember, but I'm also getting old, so that could mean so nothing. So the reason I asked is uh, Realtor.com put out a th uh, thing last week or the week before did you do some that, research that for first this? Yeah. first time for I'm the ready. first time since the pandemic began new listings new listing growth has surpassed its january 2020 level really so i was just curious based on national and local how that was affected so we'll have to get back to you next week when we i mean I can, I can tell you yeah what the boring <laughs> i can tell you what it was last month versus what it was a year ago um, but those numbers are also based on a monthly on monthly stats versus weekly stats, and we're just doing weekly. So I can be more prepared for that next week. How about that? You didn't know we'd come with questions. Exactly. I'm we did sorry. some homework this is my ourselves. Show. Just, <laughs> we got our little script. <laughs> You're not supposed script. to be asking me questions. No, it's but crazy. we we have quite the crazy market. I mean, with with uh, sales are still up. You know, if we're getting more listings, that's good for inventory. But we also have a kind of a mini refi boom. It's yeah. been a yeah big refi boon. boom boom boon? boom boom. This boon is actually falling boom over. Boom producers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's really. We talking about the beer here? Are you still thinking the about beer? Boons? Is that boon? This is just coffee. Are they beer? You is can't really boon see boon it. Is, isn't that it wine? It box yes. wine. Oh, it's two buck chuck. Yeah. Oh, so I don't. <laughs> I mean, wow, that came out way easy. I don't easy. drink that. <laughs> Uh, yes, we I mean, are under a refi boom, which we talked a little bit about the rate, uh, the nice little half a point increase that they did, and everybody's angry about it because for uh, Calabria, do you remember him? We yeah, talked about him, the guy director, who, the of, guy who does Fanny and Freddie. He does them, yes. Exposed. Exposed. <laughs> um, but that it's been a ad. It was for adverse uh, 
fee. It was an adverse fee, basically. And ultimately, who it's going to be adversing is our clients, because now that's going to be effectively adverse is not good. Correct. For those who don't know. Yes. Yeah. So that's going to that's affected rates just in general. We thought it was really going to be refi rates, but it's also affecting our purchase rates because the companies are having having to happening. The companies are having to absorb this fee that was just imposed that's supposed to take place September 1st. So not back, you know, you can't go back to your clients and say, oh, by the way, because Calabria, who does Fannie and Freddie, gave us this half a point fee, we're now going to pass that along to you, even though we locked you in, you know, 60 yeah. days, 45 days. So why can't you, why, why can't you go back to him and say that? Because it's against the law. Well, there you go. Exposed. Yeah, right. You can't re- you can't put any fees out there that so they we didn't can originally change it and change it on you guys. But right. You can't. Huh. So who eats that? Yeah. Who eats that cost? Uh, your branches and your your corporations. Really, it's going to be us, the or they're going to pass that along. Yeah. Your companies and their statement was, oh, it's just a little bit of money for the consumer, or the companies can handle it. They'll pay it. They're not going to. I mean, we're pro- for profit, right? We're right. not a not for profit. I don't know any mortgage company that's not for profit. And so they're going to have to pass that fee along and they have rates have gone up about a quarter percent this week. So, so that's where it's at. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you anticipate they're going to go up again? I don't think so. I think that they're, I mean, this is just a reaction and they'll probably settle down. But uh, I think that once we come out of the elections, it might be a little different There's elections this year. I know. Right. Do they do that? <laughs> Haven't you already got your um, absentee vote? I don't check my mail. Ballot? You don't check your mail. They, check they haven't mail. gone out yet, but no. it's not going to matter. It's not going to arrive. We'll get a P.O. box in case anybody wants it's to send It's not arriving? Anything, Is this a different show? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I've, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll just leave that alone. We're not talking about politics. Exposed. No, we're talking about the mail system. The mail system. <laughs> oh, oh, that. I'm still waiting for my pen pal letter. <laughs> Oh my God, I remember those. What is that? Pen pals? You've never had a pen pal? They, they, no, nobody oh likes me goodness. that much should, to pen pal me. I a song that said, Email killed the pen pal. Email killed the pen pal. I yeah, think so, because everybody that. emails nowadays. Nobody does any like real letters. It's kind of exciting when I do open the mail and I have cards. I just wait. You never open the mail. I open the mail once in a while, like in a blue moon, like when there's a blue moon and there's never really <laughs> That's about right. I think I sent you a card and you're like, hey, thanks so much. I'm like, I sent that to you last year. Did you just now get it? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> well, see, all my bills come to the office, so as long as those get paid and they're automated, it doesn't matter. Really All right. Doesn't. I mean, what do you check your mail for? L- let's be honest. What do you check your mail I'm for? I'm waiting How? for this pen pal letter to, to show up. She's waiting for you to reply to the le- the card she sent you. Exactly. Oh. She goes to the mail every day looking for it. Wait, and I have by to the way, mail you sent something? me one too. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I saw it on your. I saw it when I walked into your house. Yeah. I saw a letter from. It was like, one of oh. my favorite pictures. Was in there too. Yeah. There was a picture in there? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was, it was so the three of us. Oh, yes, it was. Exposed. So it was so long. Exposed, yeah. Oh, goodness. All right, so let's talk a little bit about actual real estate stuff. So um, not that that wasn't. Thank you for your um, insight on rates. My pleasure. With a T. Um, <laughs> and an S. And an S. Exposed. <laughs> <laughs> So Lennar um, <laughs> has actually acquired 130 acres of land in Henderson. Like that's a lot of flipping land. What are they doing with it? Does anybody Probably know? Maybe they'll build a house or two on it. Since they are home builders, they yeah. Are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are they maybe. building a, ma- a master plan community? Like, I want to know what's going on over there. 
So I do know because I am from the Hender, Tucky area, which you people are not. Um, there's this beautiful little area up on the hill by my house that they that has the big Lonar signs that says coming soon. So is that's not part of the 81 coming soon, right? Because that's different. Be. So um, it's actually an article that thanks, Brandon, for sending this over. You did a lot You're of research welcome. for our show today. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, but PR Newswire, <laughs> Lennar is one of the nation's leading home builders. They announced that they acquired 180, 130 acres. Um, I'm sorry. I, I think I might be dyslexic. 130 <laughs> acres of land in Henderson, Nevada, formerly the site of the Black Mountain Golf and Country Club. The parcel provides stunning scenery in a prime location situated in the heart of Henderson. Lennar plans to develop and build Black Mountain Ranch, a master plan community of yeah. up to 900 home sites on a portion of the former 204 acres golf courses. So um, so there's that, right? They're, they're going to do a couple of homes there, a couple like 900. And then they're going to have an adult, um, an active adult new homes for those that are ages 55 and over. Um, but what's interesting to me is that this was a golf course and that seems, I mean, we can talk about the, the whole Lennar building and whatnot, but I think what's, what is important to remember is that a lot of our golf courses here in Las Vegas are disappearing slowly, but surely. Um, and that's kind of sad, right? Um, you golf. I don't golf. I don't, so I don't, I don't, really I don't so get why it, are you but sad? I'm sad because <laughs> you, because I have put clients into homes that do golf, that wanted that golf course frontage. Um, let's talk, I mean, like we've got Queens Ridge, for instance, I mean, it wasn't in Black Mountain Ranch, but it was over in Queens Ridge and they're losing their golf course. And I know they're devastated about it, right. To build more homes, but our, our city's growing. Yeah. yeah Inventory is low, right. They're repurposing it yeah. for other homes. Yeah. But I, apparently not enough people play golf. So get out there and play some golf guys. Otherwise <laughs> you're going to lose your golf courses. As soon as it gets out of the 120 degrees, right. maybe we will. <laughs> I know. Maybe what we should do is have like at golf courses, like, uh, not air conditioning misters. units, like misters <laughs> or something, right? All up that, and down the fairway. What do you think about that? Then it'll just I think be that's wet. what the golf cart is, right? I you just take it and you just drive around in circles and you get that. As fast as you can. Exactly. I don't, the only that's time what I've I do. been on a golf course was to make sure that the squirrels didn't eat the food. I was on squirrel watch, squirrel patrol. Were what? you the squirrel that was running around? I mean, we're not going to talk about that. I don't remember. I was too drunk because that's all you do in golf. Exactly. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> But I think everybody should play golf. I'm totally going to learn how to play golf. I know that the people who play golf love it. Like, it is one of their favorite sports. I think I would like it because of the different outfits and the shoes that you could wear with it. That'd be kind of cool. It's like tennis. Yeah, right? Pickleball. Pickleball. (laughs) You're aging yourself, Brandon. No, it's Brandon Game. Pickleball for, like, like the the active lifestyle community? Yeah. All the couples are doing it. Wasn't that the first thing that came out of quarantine, though, was pickleball tournaments Mm -hmm. or something like that? Like, you could go back to play pickleball. It's grown across the country. It's really a big deal. Okay, what is pickleball? I just started learning a little bit about it. Jen and Glenn actually came in yesterday, and uh, they were telling me about it. They go every Thursday night, and they play. And it's like like a little wiffle ball. And yeah, no, it's like tennis, tennis, but on a smaller court. And yeah, it's supposed to be a lot of fun. For smaller people, or just. (laughs) No, for. It's More just out a, of shape, people. Oh, so you don't have to run. So it's not Got as big it. as tennis, yeah. <laughs> the ball moves slower, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Wiffle I'm, ball, I'm though. Gonna, I'm going to try it. We are totally going to piss people off. We've just we're going to play golf. Like we're going to do some pickleball. Yeah. We sound like we're really active. You can take away my golf courses, but don't take away my pickleball <laughs> courts. <laughs> 
so pickleball. Okay, well. Right. Just saying. You know, do you remember when we did that? Um, oh, my God. What was that thing where you get the balls thrown in your face? Dodgeball. <laughs> just dodgeball. Exposed. You're not supposed to use your face. <laughs> <laughs> That's something else, but we're not going to talk about that today. <laughs> I remember. I didn't know. You had me like, and I was too drunk. <laughs> There was dodgeball tournaments. Like, I was floored by that. I don't know that they have dodgeball tournaments. You can tournaments. dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. <laughs> that was There's legit, though. Which, there is about that. Of dodgeball, yeah. It was pretty funny. What is it called? Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Oh. <laughs> With uh, the, what's his name? The big Hall- curly hair guy. Was or something? The, the coach Will in Farrell. the wheelchair? Will Farrell, right? No, it was. Uh, oh. The other guy. <laughs> uh, Vince Vaughn. Yes. Ben Affleck no. and Vince Vaughn. I yep. don't know actors. I okay, just know a couple of, of them. Balls. I mean, so this thing Channing like Tatum. That's the only one I know. Who? Did he? What? Right. <laughs> <laughs> actors. Oh, okay. Whatever. I don't pay attention to anybody else. Channing Tatum. So let's talk, talk about the starts. The permits. Well, you're talking about the new construction, right? Because that was actually one of my topics. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I also read this. I read this to U.S. Home Builders Confidence rose for a third straight month in August to match the highest level ever. As record low interest rates spur buyer traffic, according to the National Association of Home Builders and Wells Fargo Housing Market Index. So was that before they did the increase, Calabria, Calaria? Yeah, yeah like that was just like ago. last week. But I f- it sounds like a disease almost, right? Calabria, Calaria, Cal- Cal- It's a thousand dollar disease. Cal- Calabria. <laughs> Cal- there is actually a disease. <laughs> Have you heard of that? No. I mean, yes, but it sounds like that. You it lost me. Like what? I'm sorry. So- <laughs> I'm not even drinking. Wait, I don't think it's a disease. I think it's a piece of a woman's body. Chlamydia? No, that's a disease. That's a disease. <laughs> Calabria. What is happening right It's a guy's okay. name. Reel us back in, Brandon. Reel us back in. So anyway, new home starts. <laughs> that was one of your topics, right? Well, it was purpose. actually from Lennar, the, what you're saying, because I think... The sentiment as we head into pre-COVID, a lot of the builders kind of shut down. I mean, there was a lot of layoffs here locally. There were layoffs and um, land that wasn't being built. And now permits are up and obviously new construction and land buys are happening. So what does that mean? (laughs) Are you looking to the real Crickets. Yes. Like, what do you, I mean. That means people want to buy new homes. Yeah. Yeah. But because the inventory and everything is so low right now, they're jumping back onto that. Well, it's low. It's competitive. I mean, we've got houses that are with five, six, seven. I mean, I just beat out, luckily, yay for me, but I just beat out um, on a $675,000 house, five other offers, right, for a client. And it was listed for a day. That's insane. One day. And so low interest rates, I think, have something to do with it. The fact that there is low inventory obviously has something to do with it. So... That makes all of that makes a big difference. I know that. So I'm now renewing my license in California because I forgot. Um, And even in California, (laughs) I know I forgot. So even in California, I've got someone looking out there in that two million dollar range, and they are having a hard time. Two million dollars. Two million dollars. Everybody for a small bungalow on the beach. Yeah, Yeah, right. Pretty much. Fifteen hundred square foot. But they are. um, They're looking in that Topanga area, and again. Everything is selling. They've got, they were beat out by another offer on another property. And it's just, I mean, that was before they hired me, but here I am. Save the day. Yeah. Well, that's even, I, mean, I once talked I to my appraiser. Um, Don't worry about me. I wasn't saying anything. Oh, I was like, go ahead. We, we I was mo- talking to my appraiser, on. just asking him about, you know, what he's seeing as far as values with all of the 
bidding wars and the multiple offers. And he actually said 20% of his appraisals that are being done. So he does conventional FHA. They're coming in low. And I'm like, is it because they're not listed right? He's like, no, they're actually listed well. It's because of the overbidding. It's because they're wanting seller contributions. It's because of the points and all this other stuff that he's been put in a position where he's running a little short. Mm-hmm. So we have, um, I have a, a client or an agent actually who has a client that she listed a property for FHA buyer came in $20,000 low. So on that note, like it was, she was like, I don't know what to do. And she's a newer agent, right? So trying to, trying to get through that. And of course now the buyers are like, well, we don't have any more money. Okay. Well, why'd you put in that yeah. offer if you didn't have the money knowing that there, it might not appraise, but like you said, it is people overbidding and not really understanding, um, what to do now. And I, I, I kind of fault a little bit the buyer's agent on that on that end for not preparing that buyer for what could happen. I also fault our listing agent a little bit for not knowing that that could be an option and having a plan in place, you know what I to mean, build, to, yeah. to go over that with the seller. Um, she's like, I, and I got, she goes, I, I know that I didn't overprice it. And she's right. She didn't. I've done the comps on it. It's It, it was priced really well, but I think that it was just... Do you think that appraisal values have any effect to delinquency weight rates? Like if there's higher delinquencies, do you think appraisals get harder to come in at value? I don't think it has to do with the delinquency. I think it's just... Uh I think it's just what's out there for sale, right? I mean, I guess if it goes delinquent and then it's foreclosed on, and so it, ha- it ca- you know, they sell it for a lower value just because it's a foreclosure, then that becomes a comp. Right. Well, I'm looking at this thing here too. It says loans backed by Federal Housing Administration (FHA), mm-hmm. a program used by many first-time home buyers, and those with lower incomes uh, saw their delinquency rates jump almost 16 percent, the highest since the survey began more than four decades ago. So delinquencies obviously due to COVID, people yeah. losing their job, not paying their, their things. So I, I just wondered if that gets a little bit more stringent and they get tighter on those appraisals. I don't know that it, because it's going to be based on the value of the comps in, in the area, right? Mm-hmm. So if they're delinquent, they haven't yet sold or whatever the right, case, but they, although they could they, have a hardship Would they sale. not be as flexible or aggressive <clears throat> in adding value to s- certain properties? Because it's sense? delinquent? Because of other delinquencies. Just the fear of, because FHA is guaranteeing those mortgages, right? Yeah. And that appraiser has to answer for that kind of stuff. So if they know that's kind of happening, you think they would be a little bit more strict? On the, I don't think so, no. Because they're they're not going to, well, I mean. They don't tie together. No. Yeah. Other than it being that delinquency eventually could become a uh, default, which then becomes a foreclosure, which would, typically foreclosures are sold lower than your traditional rate. So that would be the only bearing I think it would have, but so, not as an immediate thing when they're delinquent. But this is going to this could lead to higher foreclosures in the future yeah. coming on the market. Which could Correct. Be, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're um, so I, somebody just sent me an article, not just like a couple of days ago, sent me an article which I intended to talk about um, was that 250,000 Las Vegans face eviction next month in September. Um, I think that's going to have a big. Um, Did that go up <coughs> from last week? It was supposed yeah. to be like. It was 90, like 90, I know. 000. I'm like. And so I think that number might be a little bit high, but I'm seeing it all over. If you just put in 250,000 Nevadans eviction, you will see that it, there's articles everywhere in regards to that. And so I'm slightly worried. Of course, the news is not always 100% right. I mean, we're not I, 100% I think, right. But I thought 90,000 <laughs> 90, was high. So, I thought I mean, so, too. When you're too. looking at 200,000, that's... That's just crazy. But that's Las Vegas. That, like, we said 90,000 across Nevada, 
And now these articles are all coming out saying 250,000 yeah. in Vegas. I can't even I can't even fathom that. And, and the other thing is, what is that going to do to our <laughs> rental market? Because right. right now it is competitive. Like yeah. homes get listed for rent, and there's they're renting quick, yep. and there's multiple applications. So if we have a flood of this stuff, what's it going to do? Yeah, I actually just got a property management account this morning, and the um, I told the, the landlord, he's like, well, you know, let's list it by next week. And I'm like, absolutely not. He goes, I need to I need to get carpets done. I'm like, I don't give a crap. You wait another week, maybe two, you could lose that leverage you have on the marketplace right now that has low inventory for rentals. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what I'm worried about. Now, my understanding is, is that even though we might have that many potential evictions, we still have to go through some form of mediation with these tenants, with, which would allow them an additional 30 days possibly to stay in so the you're house. you're still looking at maybe two months? So you're looking at maybe a month, maybe a month or two, right? A month and a half, really, for us to get our act together and figure out what's going to happen. Um, I know that I talked to one of our other property managers in our office um, yesterday who was, who's you know trying to, to talk to tenants about um, getting repayment plans in place. And they're just mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, I don't have a job. I'm not going to pay. Like, I... What do you do? But, but they're going to pay September rent. And now we're trying to figure out how do we, you know, how do we make sure that the landlord has has become whole? Because that's mm. not fair to the landlord either. Landlords are going to suffer because if you have two hundred thousand, let's even just say a hundred thousand, yeah. hit the market. Our court system, the mediation process, none of that's going to be set up to even handle those kinds of numbers. It's nope. not. It's not going to move through quickly. Yeah. And then you were talking about right before we sat down and, and went live live, because um, I think we went semi live. But anyways. You, you had said something about, um, and I lost my train of thought. <laughs> All I was hearing from you guys saying that is cash for keys. You remember that time frame? Oh, when yeah. To kick every, not kick it, but to get everybody who yeah. owned a home out of their homes. They had to, like, big money, right, to get them out. But these are tenants who technically don't have, I mean, you can't become an owner. You can become an owner to become a tenant. But when you're a tenant, like, what? And where are you going to go? Pretty, yeah. You know? Because as a tenant, you still have to apply for credit and stuff like that, right? To yep. to rent another home well i know that as property managers if we get notices from someone in regards to like if we a a rental verification for instance and they haven't paid during this time of covid like we can't make we can't use that as as a negative for someone oh that's right source of income that's what we were talking about we were talking about um funds not being available anymore for tenants right they've put a pause yeah sorry yeah oh my god look at how that mind works so, or but doesn't hold on. But <laughs> this know, came from your uh, your letter that you had sent, or your your oh, script. the research I did. Yes, yeah. oh, the <laughs> research. I forwarded you a list of articles. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, so it was. I mean, that was more than what either of us did. So thank yeah. you. But we have. Um, so we have that that uh, av- availability, right, or the lack thereof for funds to help tenants stay in in properties. And then now they're going to they're going to have to start looking for other alternatives. And again, cash for keys is going to be a thing. But for a landlord who hasn't gotten any rent money for the yeah. last six months, where are they going to come up with come up with more money? More money. More money. More money. Like it's it's too much. It's not it's not quite it's not right. But it's you know what do you do? I, I did write a letter to um, the schools because they're starting again. Uh, Clark County School District is starting on Monday, and I wrote a, sc- a message to the school because I've. I've you know, had some dispute about them regarding my children's classes, whatever. They're in the classes that I want them to be in now. Um, that's of all that matters. <laughs> but beside the point, I did say to them, I was like, there's nothing that we could do. I mean, I understand that this is a pandemic. It was caused by one dummy who ate a bat, but here we are suffering the consequences and our children are going to be the ones that are suffering. And we're going to have a bunch of, and uh, 
talking about memes again, because I love those things, is that we're going to have a bunch of children that are going to be running our country that have been taught by, you know, half drunk <laughs> parents who have been on Zoom. Wait, we don't have to teach them. It's an online course. Yeah, I mean, you're still, <laughs> I get it. But we did in spring. Like, remember yeah, that? The damage, Wait, the damage was the done. The damage was done. I know. <laughs> well, and they're all in that mindset. Well, we'll just wake up whenever we want. I'm like, no, no, no. This yeah. is actual school. You got to be up at eight and you got to be, you know, well, no, seven because he got the classes I wanted, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> which he hates me for. No big deal. But anyway, so that's that. What Sleep, else you guys got? Sleeping until three <laughs> is over. Yeah, no more. I tried to nip that in the butt this week. They hated me every single day because I'm like, we're not going to be prepped for I this. I mean, for him to wake you up this morning at 8.35, you're... <laughs> we're not going to talk about that. Okay. So Back to the show. Back to the show. <laughs> what else you guys got? On that note, we're done. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. What? Already? It's been real, been fun. Shelly can no longer return. <laughs> Just kidding. You're uh, what were we talking about? Well, we were talking about evictions. We were talking 250,000 evictions. We are talking about even if the number is 100,000, it's kind of ridiculous because where are those people going to go now that they don't have funds available through Section oh, yes. 8 or even through um, the housing authority to pay back um, these rents? And some there are some tenants who just refuse. They're not, they're not getting into payment plans um, through promissory notes, which is something that's been approved by... Um, the judicial system that's been approved by um, the, um, oh my God, who are they? The legal legal aid hotline or legal aid period. Um, so that we put out an addendum and, a, and, and an actual promissory note that was approved by all parties that would make it reasonable for tenants and landlords to come to some form of agreement to pay back these rents. So where are these people gonna go? I mean, we were a transient city before, by golly. Will be a transient city yet again, I think. But I mean, we're not the only state going through this, right? Yeah. COVID. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's unique to us. It just does. Yeah. I mean, as far as the I think we're going to be hit harder than a lot no. of other states because we uh, were the only state that had the moratorium. No, so there is uh, no because there was a federal moratorium right, as well, yeah. and so you know it's it's affecting all the all the other states as well. If if the federal government's talking about it as well, so. I think we were just uh, maybe a little bit more strict on that um, or more lenient towards the tenants, but but I think everyone's going to be dealing with it. I think we're going to, like the economy seemed to have stayed pretty strong in most sectors through COVID, but I think there will be a time that we're going to have to pay the piper. Yeah, and well, and, and we are one of the very few cities in the country that have gaming and um, you know people traveling to, to Las Vegas as a major part of our economy. And that, with it not being as aggressive as it used to be, that's going to definitely take a toll on, on the city, I think, too. That's going to be huge. I I can't imagine that these huge resorts are running profitable right now. Yeah, no. You know? Well, I mean, they're, they're laying no. people off. I've yeah. seen, I've got friends on Facebook that are, you know, packing up their stuff after being with, you know, certain um, casinos for 20 plus years. And they're just, they, they've got nothing for them to do. And I, I, I understand, but I, I also don't, and you know. Everybody was trying to do the right thing in the beginning and paying their employees, and you can only do that for so long. Right. Right? Yep. So, and on that lively note, um, <laughs> <laughs> let's just, let's let's have that a wrap. No. So, what, um, anything exciting you guys want to talk about that's happening in the industry, in your lives, in the world, things that you know about? Let's, I mean, what's going on? Back to school. That's kind of a 
big thing, right? Yeah. Right around the corner. Are you guys, do you guys do anything for, well, I know you're not going back to school yeah. or any of that I'm stuff, I'm not going right? back to school. My son's out of school, thank you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Like, do you have any pre-back-to-school rituals that you do with your kids? Like, I, I usually we go back-to-school shopping. That was kind of a I did that. Bus. I actually did that. Um, I did it a couple of days ago. I took them back. To, I mean, they're still going to be on screen. They're still going to be, people are still going to be seeing them. They still need to have the coolest trends. I mean, they might not be wearing... A backpack, you know, the backpack or whatever, but still, backpack. we're yeah. going to skip the shoes. They won't see the they shoes. They won't see the shoes. I know. Well, it's funny because during their presentations with the school, the orientations or whatever with their schools, they're always like, yeah, there is still going to be a um, dress code. And I was like, well, yeah. does that dress code include shoes? Because I don't think my kids have worn a shirt, let alone <laughs> shoes in like, in like a couple of weeks. In fact, during the orientation, they're completely shirtless. <laughs> I just can't wait to see all the, the first day of school pictures in front of their computers. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> that That's it too, right? Everybody posts one up. That's, you know, wherever it may be, it's tradition. I asked Sydney, I'm like, so are we going to go sit on the rock and have you get all dressed up? She's like, this is what's happening. Up at 7 in the morning, 7.01 to the desk. I'm like, that's it, right? Like, Breakfast you take a picture. at the desk, right? Exactly. Probably. Yeah, like, my kids are trying. I'm like, no, you need to be paying attention. You can't be working on eating. Eating, yeah. Like, and my, my kids take hours sometimes to eat because they're, I don't they're know grazers. what They're They are. They yeah. just kind of like, they assess the food. They look it over. They turn it around. They're like, do I really want to eat all of it? Do I really want to eat just a bite? Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on with their, with their brains, but... I wish I could just not eat like that. Yeah. So is Sydney uh, excited she can't drive to school? She's about to get her license and all that? And well, yeah. I mean, she is driving everywhere else to, Aww. like, everywhere else. Like, hey, do we need any Vons? I'm like, we've been there three times today. I'm pretty sure we don't need anything at the I mean, grocery I store. Can I send her a list? Can you send yeah. her a list? <laughs> she, if she wants to go. Can she be my Instacart driver? Yeah. There you go. For sure. She, she'd be the one driving, then I have to go get all the food for you guys. <laughs> would not work out. Thank you for your support. <laughs> no, so she... We tip uh, her real well. Yeah, right? It would be split, right? Be or no, yeah. it'd be all for her and her gas. Don't forget your agent. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, she's, uh, we're actually, I think we're trying to figure out the car situation as well. That's another, like, uh, who thought, I didn't know. I was asking, like, hey, like, I need a car for $5,000. I literally called the dealership, and they're like, uh, there's no such thing. Yeah, you got the wrong number. Seriously. <laughs> when I bought a car, sorry, barely you're like in the wrong century. <laughs> like, go back in time. Yeah. Did, did you want it to run, too? Oh, that's like getting a pool in Summerlin. Yeah. The house for under two hundred thousand. Not right. gonna happen. Not gonna it's happen. crazy. It's crazy. Not right now. Anyway, I don't know if it's, it's inventory or what. But what? Uh, you're not gonna buy her a Tesla? Uh, no. Just give her yours. Like that would really be. I'd be judged. The uh, little mini no. one. Nobody's gonna judge you. Yeah. Well, shame on them. And it's and for safety reasons. It is for really safety what reasons. safety? Because a minute you save cars, right? To save the uh, environment. To save the environment. Mm-hmm. That would be safety the safety for the environment. Yeah. I'm I don't all in. Sydney, if you're listening. Sydney, if yes. you're listening, I'm going to convince oh your my mom Lord. to buy you a Tesla. There's that little one, the little, the little one that looks like oh. the car. She the has the cars. little one that you get when you when you get referred when you refer out to. No. Uh, <laughs> she has. A, you plug it in. It's probably last about ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> she ain't going to get to Vons and back. No traction She's on the like, tires. Or to my house and that thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's too funny. Uh, we're still. Should we? I got five months. I'm not worried about it. I'll figure something out before then. Got but it. But it will not be a Tesla. Got it. <laughs> We'll just put a Tesla emblem on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rocking on my Tesla. I do rock the... What was um, your first car? Honda Prelude. Oh. Yes. See? I Don't you think like your first car kind of sets your like life? Because I... I, I, so I, I think wish about I could blame it on my car. 
I think about like I my parents were going to buy me a different car and not for nothing, but it was not my favorite. It wouldn't have been my favorite. Not that the it wouldn't have been my favorite choice, and I think it wouldn't have been as cool. I don't think I would have turned out as cool as I am today. Good thing they didn't. <laughs> Mine was a Toyota Corona. Corona. Not, not a Corolla, a Corona. What the hell is a they Corona? Had You'll have to Google it. They're good looking cars. Yeah, shit. they're That's crazy. They're pretty awesome. What? Beta's doing the same thing. Is it oh, a gray by one? The way, those of you who don't know, we have an amazing like back office. I don't know, what do you call you? What's your what's your title? He's our, he's sh- marketing he's our show director. director. He's our show director. Yeah. yeah. He's got a he's got kind of a pretty That's awesome a good looking title. car, right? It was a four door. Had rust on the panels. Corona. It's my dad's hand me down. My dad had uh, driven it from brand new. And he was ready for a new car, and he bought himself a little Chevy Nova, oh. which he drove until my sister got her license, and then he gave her that car. And both of us trashed him. <laughs> 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 he took good care of him, and we trashed him. Oh, man. What was mine? A Nissan Sentra. Nissan Sentra. It was blue with, like, everything. full-blown, mm-hmm. like, tinted windows, limousine tint all the way around. I remember that thing. Lowered to the ground. Do you still Lowered have your <laughs> first car? Oh, my God, no. My husband still has I his first car. Yeah, oh, really? What was it? A Honda Prelude. He That's why we're do. destined for life. Yeah. Uh, it, you're right. It does set the tone. No wonder I'm single. <laughs> no one else owned a Toyota Corona. <laughs> I don't even think anybody I knows don't even know what, what a Toyota, Toyota Corona was. And they're good looking cars. Oh, they, there was only one made in production. Yeah, oh. mine. <laughs> there was a, another meme. I, again, with the memes. But there was another meme that said, where were you when you almost died in a car? Who was driving when you almost died in a car? And I was like, I was driving. Same. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Beep. Exposed. Can you beep that out? Where were you, though? Were you here in Vegas? I was in LA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the shit that I did driving a car. How can you get in trouble in a Nissan Sentra? (laughs) I'm never getting my kids a car. Forget. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, never mind. You're right. Give her the mini Tesla thingy, the one that like goes 10 miles. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Plus, the Tesla's like, you just step on the gas. It's not like Autopia, right? Like, you're like, uh, it's. What's Autopia? Autopia? Oh, okay. Disneyland? Come on. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Autopia. Autopia. Let me enunciate better. Rurals. Sorry. Rural. <laughs> or vowels. We still haven't learned that since last week. <laughs> We're working on I it, though. No intention of. All right, cool. Um, so with that, you guys think we're good? Should we should we call this a wrap? Do we have any questions? Any callers? Do we talk about real estate or <laughs> what any, are we? Anyone, <laughs> anyone calling in on the phone line we don't have? Let's yes, check Veda. the Facebook Veda, our page back we office. Could you please help us out with that? <laughs> oh my gosh, the YouTube views are still down to zero because we don't have a page yet. <laughs> and on that note. Check Twitter. Uh, don't forget to like us when we have a page. Don't forget to, to figure a thumb up. Follow us, follow subscribe. Us. P.S., by the way, just so you know. That thumbs up does not mean F you. It means it okay. Does. It doesn't. It, it means you don't have the time to type out a response, so you just put the thumbs up emoji. That's and then, not true. then you don't even change the color. It's still yellow. What but my finger's yellow. It's no, it's my... not. <laughs> just, why do you have to Seriously, change the color? you have to ch- I don't even I'm know. Can you, you change you the reply, color? If you reply to someone in text message K or thumbs up, it's basically like F you, I'm not paying attention to you. That's it's not like true. a courtesy reply. Yeah, it is. No, see, there's, there's but a that's meme. your There's a meme out there. It makes it true. <laughs> it's on Facebook. Right. It's all about memes. No, yeah. I'm telling you, it's not. So I guess it's everybody's perspective. So don't be judgy about it. I'm just telling you, if you do that to Ashley, she is going to be offended. Oh, goodness. I'm totally going to do it. I know. Actually, and she's gonna, next on my list. And she will reply her. with the emoji. You watch. No way. How or do you change the, emoji, the color? The, uh, the meme. The poop head or whatever. Oh. oh, you don't have an apple. I don't know. 
on Apple, you just hold it down, it pops up, and you can select your color. Ah, oh, I'm like, select I'm only color. yellow on mine. Yeah, it's very I diverse. I mean, you know. But not on, <laughs> but not on the smiley faces. Not on your the smiley, smiley faces can only be yellow. Just like on the old man emoji or the thumb or the hands, the prayer yeah. hands. Holy those. crackers, look at that. Oh there God. is a... Why does it you can't say cracker? cracker anymore either. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> Mean. I love crackers. Do you not like crackers? <laughs> They're delicious. Oh, she just sent me a text emoji, and it's probably a thumbs up. Thumbs oh up. my goodness! <laughs> this show's gone. It's also color here. coordinated. Yeah, so <laughs> look at dark. it from some everybody's perspective, because that thumbs up does not always mean f you, because it doesn't when I send it. It means I got you. I'm and busy. she sends it a but, lot, but by I the way. So what does? <laughs> It so means, I want to put it out there. If I send you a thumbs up emoji, I'm not saying if you yeah, I'm but saying I got think, it. I think Sounds you click good. on your emojis, it's probably the one that's most used, so it's you don't even have to search for it. The so thumbs you put up. Zero effort into responding. Ooh. I do the thumbs up. I have to look for it. Zero I effort. Have to air quotes. The, I have to push when she text back K, she doesn't even put OK. She didn't even spell OK wrong. I mean, she do just you want puts me to put K. Okie dokie. Like okie dokie. Okie dokie, Maroki. Hey, hey, hey. There's nothing wrong with okie dokie. <laughs> I do that all the time. All right, all right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Um, hopefully, by the time this all hits, we'll have all that other stuff uh, ready YouTube, uh, Insta, Facebook, all of that. So, like it all. Uh, tell people about us because we're funny. And uh, <laughs> and you all should be happy you stayed on after the, the uh, statistics. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the stuff you missed. Thanks so much for listening in today, and we are out. <laughs>